Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, coming at you with your weekend preview from our lovely, slightly upgraded home page, our landing page. Check it out, we've included <clears throat> our pitch video in case you want to invest in the game on our WeFunder page, very cool. Uh, also, also make sure you check out how to play our quick start guide, which leads you into a playlist of all of the tutorial videos, including how to cash out and all that good stuff. All right, but let's just jump into it, review a few call sheets, go over some strategy. And also I want to talk a little bit because it kind of struck my fancy this afternoon about movie profitability. It's kind of on my mind. Uh, especially with the movie Wonder Woman. So anyways, so so this is actually this week's so real quick, go over a few of these uh, completed call sheets. And, and actually, hats off, congratulations to our feature presentation winner, back-to-back, -back, Gamble 24-7. Actually, I believe his screen name is Gamble 24-X7, but we know he's gambling all day, every day. Uh, congratulations to him. Also, recently of the group chat, uh, he's more, you know more power in talking strategies in the group chat. It'll help you know focus and hone your skills. So make sure you guys check us out on the group chat. Available links available. We tweet it out several times a week, as well as on our Facebook page. We have links there as well. But yes, gamble twenty four x seven four hundred and one point zero two. There we go, <clears throat> 401.02 points. Also doubled as our call sheet of the week. Uh, <clears throat> as you can see, he had he had a Tom Holland who did that marvelous job in Spider-Man Homecoming, I might add. Great film, I truly, truly enjoyed the hell out of it. <clears throat> um, Spider-Man Homecoming, also a six pack of the big sick. Uh, Captain Underpants, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Mummy were all punts, but punts that proved worthwhile because by leveraging that extra big sick actor. So most people went five, did a five pack of big sick. He's like, screw it, I'm all in the big sick. He went with a six pack and then essentially only had 15 grand left and punted away his final three remaining spots and it worked. More power to him. Uh, and that's that's what earned him the four-point win over the duo of Bethany Volante and Excellent. Welcome, Bethany Volante and Excellent. And welcome back, Bethany Volante. She's been kind of, kind of quiet the last few weeks, kind of lurking. And then here she goes, pops up to the second spot. And actually, I believe this score, this this call sheet construction she used on all the rest of the, the contest for... 54-13 overall, so well done to Bethany Volante. And excellent also, $61.13 on the other contest as well. So way to get that money. And they had identical call sheets with the five-pack of the Big Sick. And actually a three-pack of the Hero, which almost got them there. Almost got them there, but it was a little pricey, especially when you had the Hero headliner stack of Laura Papon and Sam Elliott. While they got, they were able to squeeze a few extra points. It didn't leave them enough salary in order to afford another big, sick uh, co-star. But, uh, oh, and then also they, they punted their limited release mandatory uh, pick with the mummy 
Marwan Kinzari or someone of his ilk. Also in the top five, God of Cheese coming in fourth, just just bare, less than a point off the pace in fourth. The God of Cheese, oh, good for $12.50. The God of Cheese had a five-pack of the Big Sick, uh, two-pack of the Hero, 47 meters down. Just, uh, I think, our highest opening or our highest released limited release this week at about 1,800 screens. Uh, that got 7.59 points with Claire Holt as a headliner. And then also Punt as the Mummy. See a theme here? People are punting the Mummy. <laughs> it's got to run out of uh, gas, but it's, uh, you know, it did well enough to earn people a little bit of money. And then rounding out the top five, Smart Ash. Welcome back. You know, one of our favorite players. Good to see you back in the mix, Smart Ash. She had a five-pack of the Big Sick, Spider-Man Homecoming, Tom Holland, Laura Propon, and Sam Elliott headliner stack into Hero, and just missed out on some points with Allison Brie in The Little Hours uh, and Sophia Butella in The Mummy, headlining The Mummy. Um, 393.99, just a couple points off of fourth, and looks like about less than eight points out of first. Well done, Smart Ash. Also, big shouts to sixth place, Lerone, uh, 387.56, also a group chat member. I'm, I'm going to shout out all the group chat members. Ring Balls, an eighth, 340.83. Smee, new to the group chat this week. Welcome, Smee. Just made the money, $2.50, 338.61. Uh, and then top 10, the Hebrew Hammer, 334.60. Michael Volante, 11th place, 305.13. And then Jay Devlin, 13th. Not sure what happened there, Jay Devlin. He was on our Friday recap pod. And, yeah, in rough night, you know, gave him a rough weekend. Uh, he went with the strategy with the, with the headliner and the non-headliner from Spider-Man Homecoming. Which is a strategy. The problem is that doesn't give you much doesn't leave you much money for anything else. He had to pretty much punt the rest of his call sheet. Punting eight spots is a pretty dramatic move. Uh didn't quite work out for him. 296.59. And Hebrew Hammer gets the last laugh. Uh we'll have him on one of these days to defend the slander, the outright slander uh smeared at him from Jay Devlin, Hebrew Hammerhead, 334.60. Real quick look at his call sheet. He actually, he had a Spider-Man Homecoming headliner in Tom Holland. And there's just kind of all over the place. Had some Big Sick, headliner stack from Big Sick, uh, headliner stack from 47 meters down, headliner stack from The House, which we thought was a little controversial. But Big Sick, actually a three-pack of the Big Sick is what kind of carried him through because Big Sick just really performed last weekend. Yeah, let's, let's, let's take a look at some of these these weekend uh, grosses. Actually, so this had me – so I'll get to Wonder Woman in a second. But uh, the Big Sick obviously, it did $3.58 million essentially over the weekend. Really, really performed well. Um, $10,971 per screen. And honestly, that's where ring balls fell a little bit short. Uh, I believe Ring Balls had our one of our favorite strategies, probably my favorite strategy last weekend, in what was going to be a crowded 
uh, week towards the top with most people taking a Spider-Man headliner and then figuring stuff out. Uh, Ringball said he was going to fade Spider-Man entirely. That's right. He went a max stack of the big sick. I think if it had done maybe 4.5 million, he would have been laughing all the way to the bank. Instead, he only did 3.58 and came just came about 60 points short. Uh, otherwise, I love the audacious, the strategy. He zigged and everyone else is zagging. Sometimes what you got to do, you got to be, got to have a contrarian, but a smart contrarian call sheet when you, other people's call sheets are are hewing more towards what is conventional thinking. So I, I love the, the the big swing of it. Uh, I'll be interested to see what he comes up with this week. And, and also, uh, he had it admin, baby driver, and, <laughs> and 47 meters down as obligatory uh, uh, headliner from uh, is obligatory limited release with a headliner of Claire Holt. He left 9,700 on the table. It's a lot to leave out on the table. So uh, I love the audacity. Didn't quite work out for you this week. Uh, ring balls, 22. But he still got a little money. You know, he's still cash. So kudos to him. Um, so, yeah, so let's – so so reason so one thing I want to delve into, I was really, uh, for some reason this kind of struck my fancy this week uh, about profitability. Because as we see, Wonder Woman just chugging along, just under $10 million, uh, for the weekend, 30 3,100 per screen, almost 3,200 per screen, still on 3,091 screens, 368 domestic. And if you dig into the numbers a little bit deeper, 377, 377 million foreign for a cum of $745.6 million. And you're like, God, that's a lot of money. Then also you think, well, you know what? You know, it costs a lot of money with it. What's the old saying? Uh, uh, spend a lot of money, make make a lot of money, spend a lot of money. Uh, 149 million dollar production budget, which actually for a blockbuster is actually about average. And I was kind of curious about the, the 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 financials or whatever of a lot of these movies. And so I just kind of went on a little little bit of a, a rabbit hole. Found this site. What? It, how do you do Hollywood movies make a profit? Really interesting blog from Stephen Fellows. Stephen follows uh, film data and education. He kind of did a deep dive into this. I think he might be British. Yes, looks like he's British. Uh, anyways, um, he went he went through and examined 279 movies. You know, uh, from 2016, 20 or or between. 1990 and 2015, whatever. And basically, to, to skip a bunch of reading for you, basically came out with a formula. Basically, the average 150, a movie with a $150 million budget, like your Wonder Woman, $149 million, so right, spot on right there. Basically, he, he found that the average uh, of that movie will uh, will bring in about, will cost about $417 million when all costs are accounted for. That includes production budget, marketing, advertising, physical costs of the film. So marketing, advertising plus physical costs, what we call PNA, prints and advertising. Um, additional talent compensation, like they had points on the back end, or for you, the wire fans, points in the package. And then also additional overhead costs, financing, taxes, such, et cetera. So basically, for a $150 million movie, which and your expenses are going to be 417 million on average. So basically, 417 divided by 150 is basically 2.78 multiplier. So for every 140, so for every you know movie out there, generally ish, you're going to assume it's going to cost 
you two point seven eight the, the times the budget for it to for its actual expenses. So and then and then he also said that this film typically will bring in four hundred thirty three million in revenue for an average of fourteen point eight million in profit. Which, if you're looking at a rev, uh, on a uh, ROI uh, production, an ROI standpoint, fourteen point eight million in profit. So four it was a four thirty three in revenue minus fourteen point eight million in profit. Oh, sorry, sorry, fourteen point eight million in profit against uh, against your four thirty three in revenue is basically about. 3% ROI, 3.4% ROI, you know, on average. Now, let's take this to Wonder Woman, which to me is, is it's a great phenomenon. I truly enjoyed the movie. I've seen it twice in the theaters. I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I'm actually interested to see what Spider-Man does itself. But basically, you've got $745 million, you know, worldwide so far. So basically, off of it, if going off this formula of 2.78 times the original budget, so 149 times 2.78 we're assuming about 414.22 million in total costs, right? So 745.6 minus 414.2. And this movie has made an astounding $331.4 million in profit, pure profit for the studio. And to be honest with you, that type of stuff is what's going to get you through a rainy day, Warner Brothers. I mean, Warner Brothers, I mean, you know, they're going to have some success. They're going to have some, some success. They're going to have some some, uh, some down, some down uh, movies. Um, and, and, you know, and, and it's actually this is by, can we see it by studio? I, I, was, I was curious what Warner Brothers has done, like, this year. Um, this year, you know, pretty good year. Lego Batman, Skull Island. I mean, you know, but then you're gonna have your movies like Chips, 18 million, not good. The House, 18 million, not good. Unforgettable, pretty forgettable. So you're gonna need a lot of these movies to kind of, you know, uh, buffer you with, you know, the the debt. Like Fist Fight, 32 million, probably didn't cost that much to make, to be honest with you. But I mean, but King Arthur, Legend of the Sword, that's a huge write-off. Going in style, eh, you know, might be pushed, might be a break even, whatever. Yeah, but you know, Kong Skull Island performs, so you're gonna need these movies. Your Kong Skull Islands, which are gonna do well in foreign. Lego Batman movies gonna do well internationally as well, and your Wonder Woman to, to really lift, you know, all all tides, especially at a publicly owned company where they have to report quarterly and all that sort of stuff. You got shareholders bringing down your neck. Got to, you know, sh you know, people, you know, demanding returns every quarter. Blah blah. You know, the Wonder Woman's gonna get you through your not only your quarter, but through your year. So very interesting um, little side note I was interested in because because then you look at a movie like, like say, Spider-Man, you know, very good movie. It's going to do gangbusters. I mean, it's our, so it's weekend gross is 117. Uh, it's total gross so far is 256 million worldwide. It's had a budget of 175. So at 175, 175 million, at 2.78 multiplier, it's going to cost. It's basically going to cost. Need 486. Four, it's going to need. It's going to need 487 million just to break even. All right. So let's keep an eye on this as this thing progresses. I'm expecting another gangbuster weekend for maybe another 60 million domestically. Um, 
it looks like uh, foreign to domestic is running about maybe twenty percent surplus. So it might add another, I don't know, hundred million this weekend, uh, 80, 85 to ninety million this weekend overall. So let's just look at the magic number for this. Magic number for this movie, in order for it to break even, is gonna ha- is gonna be four eighty seven. I think it'll clear that in spades. I mean, this is it's just it's such an enjoyable movie. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, I saw it actually a second time. This time in three D yesterday. Need to pick me up, and it's just it, it, it's gonna do gangbusters. I don't know if it'll do quite like a billion, um, but it could. I totally see it doing. You know, maybe. 600, 650 million total. I wouldn't be surprised if it hits 700 million when it's all said and told. But that's just a little uh, insider peek into studio economics. Just think next time when you're looking at you know these movie budgets and and how the sausage is made. Like for example, your Despicable Me's 80 million budget, which is actually pretty economical for a sequel with some pre's and talent attached. I mean, you know, and, and you look in and you dive deeper into its finances, despicable me. It's done 440 million worldwide. 80 mi- it only needs 222 million to, to break even. So they're already in the black. They've actually, you know, doubled their money. So kudos to them. Kudos to them. Okay. So going to this week's talent pool, just a quick, uh, just a quick flyover because we'll be going a little bit more in depth in the shot list when I record tonight, hopefully with the tripod. Uh, we will be discussing going into depth with the shot list. But, you know, the, the big openers this week are going to be Warf the Planet of the Apes. Warf for the Planet of the Apes. There we go. Uh, at 3,800 wide release. We're guesstimating Wish Upon will open at about 1,800 in limited release. If so, it's a good bargain. If not... It might be a little too wide for its own good. These horror movies, especially teen horror movies, tend to do best in this kind of 1800, you know, uh, 1500 to 1800 sweet spot when they open. Um, second week of Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, Ghost Story performed really well on four screens last week. It might expand a little bit wider. Uh, Despicable Me still has some juice in the tank. And uh, Baby Driver, you know, it might start to slow down and the house is dead man walking. But as far as these, some of these uh, values go, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell a little bit when it comes to war for the plan of the apes. Uh, one of my tools I look at hsx.com. That's the Hollywood stock exchange, uh, .com. Uh, they, when you look for war for the planet of the apes, uh, basically, one dollar on this site translates into one dollar in movie gross. There, oh, interesting. There, last time I checked, it was at sixty-three dollars uh, ish. Now it looks like it's at sixty-seven and trending higher. So they're expecting a really big opening weekend for War for the Planet of the Apes. I can't wait. Very excited. One of my top movies this summer. I want to see. Uh, this will definitely be the post-lock uh, movie of the week this week. So keep your eye out on that. Um, at 20 now, looking at 24,000 for Andy Serkis, 24,600 for Woody Harrelson, might be some decent value there. You can definitely headliner stack them. It'll be interesting to see if if you might want some exposure to uh, Spider-Man's second weekend. Um, 8,500 Ryan Phillippe, 8,600 Joey King and Wish Upon. Uh, there might be a move right there to do. Ghost Story, kind of hard to tell without information on how wide it's going to or how much more it's going to expand. I expect it to be still very limited on platform release. 
Uh, Spider-Man holds steady, if not increase a few screens. Everyone wants some of that spidey Marvel money. And Spickle Me might still be in the mix. Might be a tad overpriced, though. Uh, going to its third weekend after $33 million last weekend, it might drop to about $17, 18000000 this weekend. Might be a little tad overpriced. So that's your, your quick flyover. Um, once again, thanks for listening, everybody. Checking out this recap. Uh, this solo pod uh, recap from the weekend's action in our brief talent pool preview and a little bit of studio economics. That was a little, that was fun to get into how the sausage is made, forge a deeper connection to the product we're buying. Uh, make sure you follow us on all of our social media. Make sure you tell all your friends. Visit our corporate blog at cinemadraft.com uh, slash at cinemadraft. And make sure to to invest only $100 to invest in the future of this company. Uh, you do get your money back if we do, don't reach our funding goals. So make sure you help us out. Really fun pitch video to take a look at. Two minutes, 27 seconds, trailer length, action-packed with somebody you know who might be doing a little voiceover. Check it out. And also uh, make sure between now and the next time you hear, oh, subscribe also, iTunes, YouTube, anywhere you get your podcast from. And between now and the next time you see us, Go see a movie. Why don't you go see a movie or something?